If you hear the voice, you know it's time. It's time for your wild minute. This is Troy. Monday, March 7th, 2022. We are 24, 25 hours after the carnage that was the Sunday afternoon Matt May meltdown against the Dallas Stars, who just two, two and a half weeks ago were nine points behind the Wild. The Wild were nine points behind the Colorado Avalanche. Michael Russo tweeted this interesting stat. And then two and a half weeks later, the Wild and the Stars are both at 67 points and 18 points behind your Colorado Avalanche. Looking at the standings, it is interesting to see that the St. Louis Blues have not pulled away, even though the Wild have been in a tremendous uh, slump over the last two, two and a half weeks. The Blues have not been able to pull away. I believe they're four points ahead of the Wild when this was recorded, and uh, the Wild have one game in hand. So, you know, I'm not spinning this into a good situation for the Wild, but there clearly is room for them, if they can right this ship and turn it around, for them to move up to second place and get a get a home seed for the, the first round of the playoffs. It's a long ways away, though, man. This team, the way they're playing, they can't be talking about home uh, ice for the playoffs. They need to be talking about winning a game. Um, tomorrow night, Wild host the New York Rangers, who will make you pay. They have won eight of their last ten, and I believe uh, they already are in town since they played Winnipeg last night. I don't think they flew home last night. They're waiting, just like the Wild are, in St. Paul for tomorrow's uh, contest. So that even though the Wild beat the Rangers at the Garden uh, a month ago uh, when they retired Lundqvist jersey, this is going to be a big game and the Wild need to be ready. Now, to be fair, the Wild were ready yesterday. The Wild came out, had a great first period, or should I say a, a great 19 minutes and 57 seconds, but that's when the plot turned. That's when a penalty was committed. That's when a goal was scored and the Wild appealed, and as we know, they lost that. And then the um, the rest is history after the Stars opened up on a power play in the second period and ran away with the game, quite frankly. Um, there are plenty of things to be concerned about with the Wild. Um, you know, we've been through this for two, two and a half weeks. Uh, we started hearing the word fragile a lot, and that, that is concerning. Um, I did, as I pointed out about a week ago, I found it interesting um, maybe it was only four or five days ago that the Wild brought Dumba and Greenway on the road trip, even though they conceded right up front that they're not playing either game. They brought brought them with to be with the team and skate with the team. I found that a little interesting, um, and it certainly didn't work if the attempt was to have the Dumba be a spark plug, as we know they only won one or two there. But the bottom line is this team is fragile because they're not playing well, and it starts with the net. It starts with the net. It starts with the goal. When you can't trust your goaltending, you play different. Talk to any blue liner. Talk to any forward. When you can't depend on your goaltender to not only make the basic saves, but make the good saves, you uh, start gripping that stick a little tighter. You start pressing. You start skating the wrong way. You start making diagonal passes to get out of your zone right away when they just shouldn't be made. And as we've seen over and over again, at least with Fiala, they get intercepted and turn into goals. The team's not playing well because they don't trust their goalie. Now, that doesn't exonerate some of the other things we've seen. That doesn't exonerate Merrill or Kulikov or Addison at times or Ben a few games ago. It doesn't exonerate some of these wings who've, in, in, uh, in Zuccarello's case yesterday, 
two point blank shots and he swings and misses. He doesn't put the puck home. But the quickest fix, the best way to fix what ails this team is the goalie. Today's Monday, March 7th. The deadline is Monday, March 21st. Billy G knows he has 14 days to make some moves, to make a move, to buy, to sell. Everything's up in the air right now. Uh, it's kind of funny. Three weeks ago, we were talking about a couple of stars, Dallas stars, who were premium trade bait. Uh, whether it was Klingbeck on the blue line or whether it was Pavalski at center. Prime trade bait for the Wild to acquire because the stars weren't going anywhere. They were going to, you know, their season was over. So they'd be getting rid of their top veterans. Well, now look, they're in the same situation the Wild are. I don't believe the Wild are buyers or sellers, and I don't believe the Stars are sellers. Point being, a lot has changed in those two and a half weeks, and it starts in between the pipes. First, it was Cam Talbot's struggles. Now, as we saw yesterday, it's Capo. Something has to change. TSN has a hockey trade bait list. If you haven't looked on it or at it, just Google TSN, hockey's trade bait. Nice table. This by position lists the players that are available, lists their uh, contract status, their situation, everything you need to know. Here's a quick one for you. The top five goalies, Alexander Gorgoff with the Rangers, Braden Holtby with Dallas, Ila Samyanov of Washington, Marc-Andre Fleury, the flower with Chicago, and Junis Corpusalo, I can't even pronounce that one, Corpusalo of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Those are five names that TSM lists for your top five goalies. Check out the site. It's going to be something that's going to be talked about for, for several days as the Wild look for um, a fix to their game, and that certainly starts with goaltending. That's it for today. We got the Wild again tomorrow night with the Rangers. Tip off at 7 o'clock when we drop the puck. This is Troy, and this has been your Wild Minute.